You, you already know what it is. It's your boy DJ Filthy Rich. Yeah, it's your boy DJ Big X. What's happening, DJ Smooth? And this is the We Outside Show. Shout out to all my outsiders in the building. Yeah. We got another good episode for y'all tonight. We got the one and only Cheese Beats in the building. Yeah. yeah. Outside. We outside. What's good, brother, man? Man, nothing much, man. I'm blessed to be here. No doubt. We happy to have you, man. You got a lot going on. You've been having a lot going on, but we got some old uh, old classics you got out in the streets. We got some new things going on because you ain't dusty. You still working right oh, now. Yeah, I'm still coming. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of legends on the building, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, when, when we use the word legend or things like that, it's people who aren't active anymore. But the dope thing is you still active, so... You still living legend. Living legend, right. Yeah. Creating a, a legacy to get to that legendary status is still working. So I want to talk about um, what you have going on now, and then we'll rewind. But you have one of the biggest records in the world right now. I can't even say the streets because you're working with one of the biggest artists in the world. Yeah. Miss Nicki Minaj, you got that new single popping off. Yes, sir. Red so, Ruby the Sleeves. Yeah, man. So let's talk about Red Ruby Sleeves, man. How'd that come about? Uh, in the studio. Vibing with Tate, Go Grizz. My manager, Josiah, he was like, hey, you should sample this. I'm like, <clears throat> same situation happened with Cardi. I'm like, bro, leave me alone. You're a manager. You're not in this. Finally, we did it. Boom. Recorded the hook. Shit, Tate sent it to Nikki, and she would not, like, they went to want to sign paperwork then. Let's mm. get it. First day. Damn. She knew what it was. Everybody knew it was a hit. Well, especially her from being, you know, from Queens and coming up in that area, the Lumi D. We all came up dancing on the Lumi D record. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lumi D too, cause uh, we pulled her up on the gram and yeah, shout out to yeah. Lumi D. She still look good, hey. huh? <laughs> yeah, smooth. Look up Lumi D. Look up Lumi <laughs> D on Instagram. How you doing? <laughs> all right, then. That's she had the uh oh yeah. record, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel you. Now that song is ringing off too. And then, dang. So how do we feel? Cause she been out of commission for a minute. You know, she had the baby. She was you know, taking a hiatus. So to have the first record for her to come back out is a big deal, bro. It actually ain't, it hasn't hit me yet. Like, mm -hmm. Nicki is one of the biggest female artists ever. It ain't hit me yet. I think when the first check comes. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. When the mailbox yeah. explodes. When the mailbox money comes, then I'll be like, damn, yeah. Bigger chains and more property. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about that off camera too. Um, the property game, you went to the real estate game a little bit. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, what was your what was your first um, entry into that? Was it like your personal house for yourself, or you was you bought something to flip? Uh, it was always flips. It was always flip. The house I'm buying right now, this matched my first personal house I'm buying. I was always renting. I'm like, damn. Looking back at all the money I done spent on <laughs> rent, <laughs> like damn, I could have bought two, three houses, and you yeah. know what I'm saying. So I'm just, I was just over that phase and. You know, I see real estate doing something, and my dad be telling me certain things about real estate, so might as well just dive into it. But I do have other, you know what I'm saying, avenues of getting money besides music. Got some of that residual. Yeah, I got, we sell Frenchies. We've been doing that three years, Touchdown Frenchies. That's a, a, that's a dog. Yeah, that's a dog. Mm. $50,000 dog if you want it. For what? Yeah. We 50, start, We started like 3500 is probably the cheapest, but we got some for fifty. You know the hell kind of sperm that dog shooting yeah, it's at. Like, it's like the dog I got. Yeah, it's a fluffy. We give you a full fluffy Merle. You know what I'm saying? Isabella. 50, 50 grand. Damn. I know if I sell it to you, I know what you can make off of it. Okay, you're breeding. You know I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you right. start that's, breeding those dogs. That's the flip. Yeah, that's the yeah. money. Yeah, that's how you get it. We're getting into the trucking. You know what I'm saying? Me and my dogs. I also got a food truck. Hibachi by Entrees. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? I love her so, body. So my, my thing is for yeah. for you to for you to venture into those kind of avenues, you you had to have some major success and been able to make some major revenues yeah. with the money. So so speak on that as far as what what you've done, because I see your Grammy nominated, Grammy winning, yeah. platinum, gold. I mean, first you know my first big check from Warner Chapel, I ain't gonna lie, I deal with a young nigga dude. I blew through it. Man. I was <laughs> Every day yeah. we in the club, I'm giving all the kids shit, you know. But I just had to just start stacking my paper and putting it in different places. You know what I'm saying? Because music ain't for everybody. My grandma tell me every day, boy, you can go blind or deaf one of these days, so you got to figure something out. So I be like, you're right. You know what I'm saying? So just had to move it around, play with the stocks. I don't really, that ain't really me. You know what I'm saying? I'm more hands-on with my investment. That, that, that old, yeah. old cat over there, he like that stocks. Oh, yeah. I like it, but I don't got no patience. I'm a street nigga. I, you know, my past is my past, but I'm used to fast money. But I always tell people, and, and I and I, I kind of preach this to the DJs as well. I say, you know, that same two hundred dollar pair of tennis shoes you bought, you could have oh, went and shit. invested that Facts. money into a stock, and it would have eventually turned into more money over time. You know Facts. what I'm saying? A lot of people. I know that directed to me. A lot of people just want to be <laughs> get a million dollars off the first week and be in the stock. That's not gonna happen. Now nah. you know what's funny. We had a. Uh, it's not an argument. It's a debate. Shout out to my wife, right? In the crib. <laughs> so she's a sneaker head, like smooth, like real bad, like bad. Like, right. you know, people, wife, they like shoes. She likes sneakers, like Jordans, all that. And I told her, I said, yo, we need a new rule, bro, because we running out of room in the closet and shit. I feel like every time you buy a pair of J's, you should match that same money and put it into Nike stock. Man, that's another pair of shoes I can get. I'm like, no, yeah. she can. That's okay. My nigga Blake, that's my best friend. He actually took, he sold 20 pairs of shoes. And ended up buying an eighteen wheeler. Yeah, so, so the I shoes is you know you did yeah, spend yeah. two hundred, hundred dollars. Hey, they because I don't see him sell shoes for like fifteen thousand. Like, but that all depend on the, the model. Like, I guess the yeah. the, the model you a uh, shoe you buy. Today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to you keep them clean. Go, no, you just can't yeah. go and buy any. Me, I'm gonna buy some shoes and wear them. I'm not all that dead stock shit. Ain't shit Thank you, dead. brother. I'm yeah. wearing. I, I do the same. Buy and wear. My, my friend just did that too. He just hit me and said he's like, I got thirty pairs. I'm gonna let go for like twelve k. And it's like you know, jump out of it, so he'll automatically. Yeah. And we talking about that and investing. So. And we talking about tennis shoes, twelve k. Oh no, yeah. that's cheap. That's cheap. Yeah. Man, some shoes yeah, on there, hundred thousand, eighty thousand, like the Eminem Forest. They're like ninety thousand. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you who's sitting on a, b- a bunch of shoes, bro. Greg Street. Oh yeah, alright. Greg got yeah. about a million dollars in yeah. shoes. He got a million dollars. Oh yeah. Easy. Greg Callit, all them type dudes. Mail. Yeah. All them. About a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Real. For sure. Dead stock, like they not wearing this. Mm-mm. No, and they be having two, three pairs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a good game right there. So that's a good thing for the young producers to 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 hear from you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because a lot of guys, like you said, when you're young, you get money. Nobody telling you what to do with the money, but you can't make music forever. And the checks ain't the same. Yeah, and having a nine to five is not corny, like Money Man said. Mm-hmm. For the young producers, y'all go get your job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to work for the man. Find something that you can do by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Be an entrepreneur. It don't have to cost a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Go get you. You go rent a truck. Go drive on truck. Get a. You know what I'm saying? Get a load. You ain't gotta sit around and wait for the next check. I, I think the youth right now is like so impatient <clears throat> to where like we we grew up in an era as hustler. as somebody might a hustler. Yeah. Or when we turned 15, 16, we had. A summer job, or we were cool with the minimum wage at McDonald's. Oh, I go cut you know, grass, Burger King cut grass to make 
a couple hundred dollars, but for some reason the youth now think they gotta have this much money or whatever. And I'm like, what is, what are you doing? It's just instant gratification. I mean, you gotta think about every everything is instant right now. Nobody wanna wait for nothing. Yeah. And they want too much too you fast. Got, even your even your mail come to you instant now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you got to think everything is right now in the moment. And I was this is what I was telling somebody last week. I said everything is in the moment right now. Even when you think about music, even you think about viral moments, everything, nothing lasts longer than a week. Nothing lasts longer than a week. It's crazy. Like That's because of social media. Yeah. It is. All right, so I was going to say that too. Social media, it, it is because, again, so when we was like 15, 16, right, I wasn't looking at people with big chains and all that stuff. Like, it was probably, like, one big drug dealer around my way. Like, yeah. it wasn't a bunch of people with money. So I didn't see, like, oh, man, I got to have everything they got because ain't nobody had shit for real. So I was cool. <laughs> I was cool. You know what I mean? Right. It's different now. It's different. So they looking at it. They exposed to a lot of things that we not exposed to. But what yeah. they don't know is a lot of that shit is cap. Right. Like a motherfucker. Cap. So cap. let me ask you this, Cheese. Um, you've been in the music business for, for a while now, and I'm just looking at your catalog and just thinking about some of the things we were talking about earlier. Um, what are some of the difference from being in when you first started and now? Um, it's 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 kind of harder to get to these artists. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. back in the day, like going to Middle Georgia, go Mr. Smooth. You might see a rapper out there. You know what mm. I'm saying? You contact with them, boom, y'all working then and up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? These days, you gotta do the Instagram. You gotta catch these niggas on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> I ain't with all that. You know what I'm saying? They won't even like, give you your phone number no more. They like DM. DM. Yeah, I, I don't like that. You know right. what I'm saying? But it, it is what it is. It's just part of the business. I got to respect it. So, like, these days, like, everything I ever did in my career was off my face. Ain't no label helped me. You know what I'm saying? Like, me knowing P, me doing the record with Amigos, that was because of P in my relationship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Dro. That was me and Dro relationship. I met him through Doshan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't never, oh, we on the Instagram and all that shit. I ain't even, I just really got into social media. Like, all that in MySpace and all that, I wasn't on all that. Mm. I don't like that. You so you don't feel like it's needed even as a producer? Or Definitely needed. Okay. <clears throat> Definitely. I'm, I'm really, I'm in the transition part of, I'm going to do shit on the internet. Like, I posted a video on my birthday. I was drunk, dancing. People don't see me like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just like Smooth said, he thought I was security when he first met me. <laughs> I because I to myself, I'm not yeah. a people person. You know right. what I'm saying? But I will open up. When I get to know you, I will open up and you'll see the truth side of me. You're like, damn, that nigga, gee, really cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He ain't really mean like he they say he is. Yeah. I, I used to get that all the time. He look like he's security. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I used to wear all, big nigga wearing all black. Right. You no, know, I get it. Yeah. And so then, you said, yeah, y'all niggas got the mean face now. Yeah, I don't I mean, smile like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to didn't smile at all, but you know, once yeah. I got right. <laughs> yeah, once you put it in there, it's cool. Yeah, once I got so I was dragging, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you said, uh, so you and Smooth go back, like he said. Yeah, me and Smooth, we was we did a show one weekend down there in Macon, and we got stuck on the elevator at the hotel. He was taking us to our hotel room, and we got yeah. stuck on the elevator. We got stuck. And on that's that. how y'all met? No, no, no. Nah. We had been because I was with Jock. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So he always brought Jock down there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But this one time, I really got to see the real smooth. Like, this nigga. So so do this for me. Cause I, and, and, and I know because you're on the show with us and you, you smooth partner. So let me do this. Tell us some of the songs that you have done. Uh, 
Migos, Handsome and Wealthy, Migos Cocoon, Young Dro, We Be in the City, Lucci Like a Boss, Bardia Cardi, uh, Gucci Flip Flop, Plies Rock, Drake and 21, Pussy and Millions, Man, shit. Them all haymakers, bro. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> Had to get through about ten haymakers on y'all ass. <laughs> so when they, uh, so so when they did the, 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 I know they played that Falcon song. They they played the, uh, yeah, in the city. Listen, at the at the stadium. I told Dro, I was like, boy, you need to do a Falcon version because they, I heard, cause I have never seen it. I never been there. Right, but I heard every time they open the roof, that's what they play. Right, and I always wonder like why they never when they was trying to do all this Atlanta. Yeah. You know, why did he did think? it though. He, he did yeah, he got he got Dome ain't got no roof. Oh, yeah. did he? Oh, he did. Yeah, okay. they play that song every yeah. time the, the roof opens. Yeah, that's but I never been Matt Ryan and all. He, he, yeah, yeah, Atlanta Falcons, please see, send that. See, that's crazy. And I'm a season ticket holder. Yeah, Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> please send that check. That's Thank what I'm you. saying. It counts towards the pub, right? <laughs> right. That's what I was. That's what I. It that, should. But, that, but that's what I was getting at. Like I know, do you get paid for when they play it in the, in the stadium like that? I don't know, but I need to. Holler at somebody. Somebody, yeah. Hey, Atlanta Falcons, we outside. Yeah. Holler at your boy. What's Holla the owner name? Arthur uh, Blank. Arthur Blank. Blanks. We gonna roll up a Home yeah. Depot with the Call me. <laughs> yeah, we you, know what's you going on. Straight cheese out yeah. for real. So cheese, what was your first? Uh, the, your first big record was what? Like your first big check? And you was like, damn. Yeah. I first and first big placement. Record, my first placement major was Wale and French Montana back to balling. Mm. Shout out to Reese, she got me that. And then oh, that's our whole. That's our yeah. sister. And then I was kind of cold for a minute. I was just doing just stuff with Jock. You know what I'm saying? I did uh, so good with Jock and Two, two Chains. Ain't go too far, but it's definitely a good record. And then boom, I bounced back with that uh, Migos, Handsome Wealthy. I did two on the album, Handsome and Wealthy, and I did Wishy Washy. And that song? No, Payola, good. Payola. Yeah. Yeah, Handsome and Wealthy still go. Oh, Handsome Hell Wealthy, yeah. listen, rest in peace to Tate, man, you know. That that that's why like niggas selling their catalog. I feel like I could never sell. Even if I sell the rest of my catalog, I never sell any Migos yeah. song. I just you know seen that? I just seen that in the news. Metro um, Metro. Metro just sold yeah, a 70, portion of his a portion. That's yeah. So when you say Metro boy, so when you say when they say a portion, uh, is that more? Than you might 50? sell like the writer's share or some of the publishing. You might like if you own fifty percent, you want to sell thirty percent. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's still a lot. Yeah, that's still a lot, but. Like with amigos, it just mean they're my little brothers. You know what I'm saying? So it just mean more to me than than money. Right. You know and there will never be another. It'll amigos. never be another amigos. You know right. what I'm saying? Even if Quay and Offset settle their differences, it'll never be no amigos because Take is not here. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. So. What is one of your um, like good memories of uh, uh, Take? Man, everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> every time I've seen Take, he's always boy, give me a hug, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen Take mad. I've never seen no negative energy come from Tate. I remember Tate was like one of the first niggas when I, I had stopped smoking weed and I had went to their house <clears throat> and Tate was like, gee, you don't never smoke. You don't smoke with me today. It felt like I was uh, Craig, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't smoke with me today. Man, that nigga rolled a backwood. That's when niggas was smoking like Girl Scout cookies. Man, I hit the backwood one time. Through. And died. <laughs> listen, listen. I told them niggas. I told them niggas. I say, boy, I'm finna go. So I was. I had. Cause I was showing them my old school. I had brought the old school over there. Man, I sat in the old school for three hours. Sleep. <laughs> oh man. Sleep. Oh, the one hit. I was like, boy, I never smoke with him again. 
that's what made me start smoking. Like I used to smoke like a champ, but the weed now, it's too strong. Yeah, and then you smoking it backwards, yeah. it just hits you. Man, I got shit to do. That's what I'm telling. Like you, you want yeah. you smoke? Cause I got shit to do. Man. Yeah, I can't. You want to ruin my day? X be back to back in them holes. Oh yeah, man, I had to smoke, man. Yeah, I, X I have was a lot. walking here with the whole stove. Blunts. <laughs> 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 That's why we got that backwood sponsor. Shout out to uh, backwood. Shout out to backwood. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, um, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't smoke. I'm with you. I, I, that passing out in the car? Yeah. I'm all I was out of there. And it was raining, too. That was probably the best sleep I got. <laughs> so, um, so X, X been in the game for a long time as a producer, like a very long time. And, you know, we were talking about the way producers get paid now is different back in the days. Yeah. X, talk about how y'all... How they used to treat y'all, bro. Man, I, and this is one of the reasons why I stopped producing. Um, when it changed, like when it changed, when everybody started giving, just they started giving beats away. Yeah. Before we used to get paid, like if they liked you as a producer, they would actually hire you, or if they had your work or they knew what you could do, they would hire you. But they would actually pay you a front half. Yeah. You get your front half up front, and then you pay you get paid the back half when you get finished. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times as producers, we would get actually paid before we even got to the studio. Yeah. We wouldn't, a lot of times, we wouldn't even, a lot of times we wouldn't even be made the beat yet. You know what I'm saying? It needs to go back to that. We, 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 and we what were those numbers though? Like y'all saying I mean, that like. Just think, just just take for instance, like if it was a Dallas Austin, he would get like maybe twenty five, fifty thousand dollars up front and get the other, if it's a hundred thousand, he'd get the other 50 on the back end. For one beat? For one beat. Ooh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we need to bring that back. Yeah, <laughs> we need to bring that back because I, I mean, Cause like, even, even for me, I was getting like my lowest during that time was like maybe twenty thousand. So I would get like ten up front. God when damn, lowest. So yeah. how do it work now, Cheese? Shit, we wait <laughs> <laughs> and wait and so, wait. So right now, I'm waiting on fifteen thousand for some shit that came out on the album a year ago. A year ago. A year ago. And we waiting on that Falcons too. Uh, yeah, hey, Arthur, what's up, buddy? You know what I'm saying? So, and that and that was the crazy thing about like how when they started getting paid like that, I was just like, damn man, like you got to give a whole beat tape away, and then they put it on the mixtape, and you might not even get paid. Well, back then you wasn't getting paid. Yeah, you weren't yeah, gonna yeah, get paid. There was a whole mixtape scene. So some years at, yeah, that, at that point when they was doing mixtape beats, I was like, nah, I can't get, I can't just get my shit away like that. I can't do that. All right, so I never understood that. I thought the mixtapes though, you would, you don't get a fee. Hell no, nah. hell no. Nah. Them niggas gonna record your shit and put it out. I did plenty of them. Yeah, and that's why in my career I always was like, man, I'm not doing no album fillers. I'm not doing no mixtape. If it ain't no single, yeah, I don't want to do it. Right, right. I had opportunity to have way more records than I have right now, but I always focused on having that one. And see, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't know about being a producer. If you don't have a single, it really... You ain't getting no money like that. <laughs> right. Mm. You get a little couple dollars. Yeah. But now that they have, like, sound exchange and, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the streaming and that kind of streaming thing, you, you get a little money. producers getting money, like, on the master royalty side, they're getting a couple dollars. But, but, but the song got to do something. But if you don't have a single... Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask y'all this, both of y'all producers or whatever. How hard is it for y'all to find your money? I keep seeing interviews and all this where it's like, it's money over here, it's money yeah. over there. Lawyers. There's an audit, there's a this, you got streaming, yeah. you got mechanicals. You just like, gotta have how the does that shit work? to go track everything down. Shout yeah. out to Bernie. And it's, and it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of different uh, agencies you can use too. Yeah. That you just track the money down, you know what I'm saying? Because you you know, you, it is money that's sitting, sitting, like, sitting there. Yeah. I had 60000 sitting right here. 
Yeah. The whole time. Didn't even know. So how long was it sitting there? Shit, Shit. it could be years. It could be years. I, I still I did an album for two shows, still hadn't got paid. Yeah, like mm. I my master royalty points from Cardi. That that record came out in 2018. I got one check, forty seven thousand. And it's now four time platinum. I ain't get a check since then. Oh my God. Woo! Four time platinum. Yeah. Yeah, you got a nice little check coming. So you just so what do y'all have to do? Y'all just gotta wait it out. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, as that, long as you get in touch with the people that can get it, you get I it. I mean the whole thing is like hurry up and wait. Yeah. Right. That's but I'm like, saying. so what are you waiting on? So just imagine I'll give you an example. And this might not this might not even be true, but I'm just assume like what was that that mixtape, that that like mixtape album that that say did for future? Had all those hit songs on it. Uh Beast Mode? Yeah, Beast Mode. Just yeah. think about that album. He that might just now thing. he might just now still be collecting checks from that album. Yeah, and now that it's on like Apple Music and all yeah, that shit, it's generating shit. revenue. Yeah. yeah, so That's it's great. a process. Yeah. Good. So, Damn, so you got to have other ways to, to flip bread. Why? That's how that's how most producers and and people in the music business become entrepreneurs. You got producers be getting discouraged the most. Right. You know what I'm saying a rapper they can go in there and say whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Producer gotta got you I gotta go find the talent. Right. Then I gotta make the hit for you. Mm. Then I gotta wait on my money. Mm-hmm. So when when Hanky was on here, we had Mr. Hanky on here. Yeah. We like talking to producers too. Because it's, it's these are the stories that y'all don't get to really talk about, right? Yeah. Because he brought up a good Honestly, point. Honestly, I would love to do press with the actual artists, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually make a lot of goddamn sense that we are doing the songs together, but you know, you're in the trenches together doing it when they ain't got a record, you know, right. and they they struggling, mm-hmm. and you you a lot of times you write and produce and put the whole thing out, and y'all know I right. I work my records, you right. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So you. You do all of that, and then when the shit blow, you know, you got to look at it on the breakfast club. You're like, damn, that nigga did the breakfast club. He ain't even getting a phone call or nothing. <laughs> and then, then, like, then they do the breakfast club and don't mention you. Don't mention your name. They give. They, give they don't never bring you up. But the coldest part, as DJs, we know, but the crowd like that beat. Yeah. <laughs> like Listen, the song jamming, but shout out to the all the artists. Yeah. Shout out to all the artists. But, and I said it because if somebody got a problem with it, call me. Artists ain't shit without a producer. Yeah. I've never heard of acapella go platinum. That's a fact. But do you do you think it's producing when the rapper takes the record and records it without the producer? That's I can't say that it ain't producing because you still had to produce. You still had to still form that beat, and you know. I mean, you made the beat, but <clears throat> the actual production side of it. The... Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, the beat is the beat now. The beat is the beat. Okay, boom. Ply, I wasn't there when Ply recorded rock. But you still got credit as a producer. Yeah. Okay. What do but, you prefer? Do you prefer to be in the lab with them? Yeah. Or you don't care? I mean, just just yeah, go, nah. just coming from the old school. A producer is supposed to be in the room with you. Producer there you supposed go. to tell you, hey, don't say that right there. Put this right here. There you go. Take this sound out. There you go. That's what I do. It's a lot of right. beat makers in this right. industry. And that's and that's what I was getting at, and that yeah. was you know, and that's the that's the difference between a producer and a beat maker. A lot of people over the years been getting by just being beat makers. Yeah, a beat maker can't make no full record. Right, they can make a beat, can't make no full record. Cause you was to put a guy who just make beats, who just sell beats in a studio, and tell him to produce the artist, you wouldn't know what to do. Uh, a loop maker either. 
Oh, wow. They killing the game, so, too, but oh, shout out boy. to them. Yeah. So explain that to me, because I've been hearing that for the last, like, over the last, like, we had Hanky on. I think we had somebody else on. See, Loop, yeah, that's that's loop, a new thing. Loop making. Loop making. I use loop makers from nine. But explain to me time. what it is. I know I know it's Oh, niggas just making a melody and sending it to you. Okay. It makes it easier when you're working on a lot of shit, but I don't use all melodies because half of them be sad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the rest of um, it be I be when I use a loop, it's when I see a producer or a beat maker that has potential. I'm really just trying to put you on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of loop makers that'll think, oh, they're the producers. Oh, I want 25%. Nah, first off, all you did was make a melody. I had to make this beat, go produce this record. And talk my way into this shit really in place. Yeah. That's like that's like a lot of musicians after they play on your record, they say they produced it. Yeah. <laughs> I went through that before. I had I did a record and and after the guy played on it, he wanted producer credit. Well, he actually got producer credit. For he, he he said so, that. So like with Philly said, let's speak on that. Let's talk about the bullshit because you as my friend, there's a record that I thought you produced because yes. your name slash a similar tag. Is being used in this yeah, particular record. record. Yeah, the Glorilla Tomorrow it's record. Tomorrow, so I yeah. heard cheese and I like, I think I might have DM'd you and like, damn, congratulations, yeah. bro. Everybody called another me. one. My mama called me, everybody called me. Oh <laughs> boy, this shit hard. I'm like, boy, I ain't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so after a while when I was getting the call, oh yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't worry about it. Yep. Appreciate it. Yeah, like, I could do something for you. That too. ain't that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? My tag is a female saying cheese, and it'll be repeated twice. This dude, his name is Dude. Yeah, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah, he a dude, you know. He a, he a young guy. His tag says Cheese, his name is Cheese. And then it says Cheese. That's too similar to my tag. You know what I'm saying? Your name is not even Cheese, you know. But he, I salute what he doing. He a young dude trying to come up, so I ain't gonna, it ain't no real pressure, but I let it be known, you gotta change that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, it really make you look lame. So how, how do you feel about, like, Biden is the norm now. It's it's actually accepted. I, yeah, it is accepted because a lot of people, they can't think of what to do next. They can't think of, like, Pharrell was thinking about that new sound. You know what I'm saying? These kids don't do that. Okay. They don't got the attention span to even think of something like that. Right. Yeah. Copy and paste. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was one of the things I was, I was just, when I was in Houston over the weekend, I was just saying, like, man, like, now, it's like when, we, when I was coming in, if you was biting somebody, that was like the worst Oh, yeah, you're going to get called out and yeah, out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like now if you copy somebody, and then you, you can now diss the person who actually originated it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like they don't know. They don't come from that background of, boy, you get sued for this. Yeah. They don't know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I keep it clear and just, you know, hey, just change that. Like just give them a warning, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to sue nobody. Right. But I will. That process <laughs> that process is a long process in itself anyway. Exactly. So, that's yeah. why I don't even like going down that road. Like, I, now that I'm in a lawsuit, I kind of see that's a long process. Oh, Lord. Right. Yeah. So even with that being said, now other than the waiting on your money, this situation, what is, uh, what's the bullshit? Because I'm like, Writers you know. camps. That's the bullshit? To me. Why do you say that? that? You putting us in the room, like you said, you was getting 10000 yeah. To come make one beat, you flying me out of town. I gotta work three, four days just making beats, making beats, making beats, and making records. 
ain't getting paid for this shit. But who 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 are the records going to? They have their, you know, they might have a artist that they working for for the label, for the pub company, okay. for everybody on the roster. But are those camps really sometimes like publishing camps? Like if you uh, labels too. Okay. Have you ever had success being in one of those writing camps? No. I was gonna say it's, writing, you too long, it's been a writing session. That's where the uh, Nikki record came from. Oh, yeah. but other than that, like camps in L.A., camps in Miami, I ain't never heard of shit. So do you do you write? Who? You, I mean, outside. I hip hop, but I'm not a writer. Okay, because most producers I know they don't really write. We kind of just. Nah, I, I have hell written a song, but that ain't my. But, but I'm saying, like, if you just sat down and wrote a whole song, I probably could. I, I'm not saying yeah. if you could. I'm saying. Oh no, have I? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. So go back to that for the Nikki. You said it, was the, it came from a writing session? Yeah, writing session. So break that down. What's the It was booked with me, Go Grizz, Tate, Sheik, and there was two other writers in there that was working on records, and that was one of the beats we made in the session, and we did the record. Okay, so it wasn't specifically, y'all wasn't there like, we're going to make this for Nikki. Y'all was just cooking. Or was it for? When it, no, we was just cooking at first. Okay. But when the writer heard it, he knew, oh, yeah. yeah, this Nikki. Yeah, shout out to that. Yeah, yeah shout out to Tate. Hey, Is that where it out? Yes, yeah. what? Okay. came out last Friday. Okay, it's ringing off. Yeah, Red Ruby the sleeves. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Nikki going. She talking that shit too. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, you gotta listen to that record. She really what? Yeah. I now understand why she saying she the queen, the queen of rap. Okay, and she why rapping, you? rapping? Okay, she rapping. What? Okay, it ain't like the last album. I mean, she always rap, but you know, you talking about like the pop records and stuff. Yeah, you know, she made nah. a lot. No, she okay. proving a point. She this is a statement record. That's what I called over. She okay, rapping. all right. That's she what rapping. See, yeah. that, that's the Nikki I like. Yeah, yeah you'll love this. I like, the, I like when Nikki rap, not do the the, the Miami. You know, the Barbie. No, 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 no. She she switch it up. You know, like a accent. The her. Cause she actually can rap. Island accent, but she get animated just a little bit. But she really rapping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Statement record. So how was it working with her though? I ain't work with her. You was that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we just sent out the record. Right, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. dope. But look, man, I know we got to go pay the bills. Hold that thought, and we got to talk about this goddamn elevator. Exactly, that's <laughs> my best boy. Now <laughs> that's what it is, man. You already know what it is. The we outside show. We're gonna pay some bills. We're gonna be right back. We outside. Yeah, I'm saying, man, when they got me in the apartment, spin this man when they got me in the apartment, spin this man when they got me in the apartment, spin this man when they got me in the apartment, spin this man when they got me in the apartment, spin this man when they got me in the apartment, spin this man when they got
motherfucking commas. Look at Lil Dominic. Living like we in a race, I might come in. What's happening? It's your girl, BJ Tillerke, the gourmet BJ, and we are right here now at New Music Mondays with Coalition ATL. I'm gonna take you a mile, I'm gonna shoot by myself. I'm telling you, enjoy the show. Yeah, it's a dope show. I'm definitely feeling it. My wife's feeling it too. Okay. We finally made it. Let's pop us a bottle. I took the lead and let everyone follow. They know I'm running it right to the bank. They want me to. Hey, man, you already know what time it is, your boy, Mr. Fuck, you mean DC Young Fly, man. You know what's happening, man. Shout out to the Roach Motel, man. It ain't a real motel unless you got Roach, yeah, yeah. Be a Roach. Hey, ain't nothing to be ashamed of. I'm a Roach. My daddy was a Roach, I think. What's up, you Roach-ass Roach? What you got? You got some pocket check, punk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, let me go, okay. man. Ain't a lot. Ain't a lot. It's not working. He out of the ankle lock. He out of the ankle lock. Hey, go R-O-A-C-H-R-O-A. What? what? Who the fuck? Turn that fucking shit off. I don't want to hear no damn Romeo the Roach. Turn that puss ass shit off before we shoot this bitch up. Welcome to the Roach Motel. Yes, sir. It's your boy, DJ Filthy Rich. Yeah, it's your boy, DJ Big X. What's happening, man? DJ Smooth. What's and good? we are still outside. This is the We Outside Show, and we still here kicking it with our player partner, Cheese Yo, Beats. Yo, what's up? Bed. It's your boy, Cheese nah, Beats. Man, he nigga got intro shit. Right, I'm man, getting yeah. the Grammy intro, nominated. too. Grammy winning. Yeah, Super Chief. producer, platinum. Hey, man. Cheese All Beats. That. That's All it. All of that. Yeah, with the new Nicki record ringing off crazy right now. Yes, sir. Go get that. Shout out to Lumi D. Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> All right, so uh, Smooth, you were saying, you know, this is your personal partner, and y'all got stuck in the elevator. I want to go back to this story because. Yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's weird how you build a bond or build a relationship with, with your peers. <laughs> That'll do it. In the music industry, and we we did a promo run, so I took Jock and the guys to Fort Valley. So that's, I thought it was security. You know, they were just big niggas, you know, walking behind Jock. So we we had to do a show at a little spot called Studio 32. And so I was like, I, I booked them a room at a hotel that was used to be nice. <laughs> it was okay for the event. So I got the rules for about, about a little a bit of star. nothing. About a three star. Yeah. Shit, yeah, three and a half Zero stars. after we got started. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we didn't know at the time that they were having an issue with the elevator. And uh, too many of us got on. At the same time, how many? How many of y'all is it? It's how many me, my brother Fat Jock, Tamika, Ernest, Smooth. This this Tamika too. This with QC, right? Yeah, Tamika. Yeah, yeah. Tamika Howard, Ernest, Smooth, Tuck. So it's seven or eight of us on now. That's a lot of people. Yeah, we just see that we feel that motherfucker. That bitch stop. We like, oh okay. shit. Then it started getting hot in that motherfucker. So we like, damn, we're really stuck. Like this is a movie. Niggas start filming. That's when niggas was on Twitter heavy. Niggas started filming shit. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. After a while, after like 20, 30 minutes, niggas started coming out. They shirting that bitch. <laughs> Smooth was in that bitch drenched. That was Smooth ain't had no big belly. Yeah. Smooth had a Gucci Man stomach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Old Gucci got, Man. Yeah, old. No, no, he got the old Gucci Man now. He had the new Gucci Man back then. You know what I'm saying? And 
And shit, nigga. I'm in my wife beater, jock out his wife beater, goddamn niggas is I'm to my niggas hands sweating. We hot. And they finally got them open the bitch up, but they only opened it so we stuck between flows. Yeah. So they talking to us. We like, man, stop talking to us and get us up out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? When, listen, when I say when niggas be like, man, I need some fresh air. When I say that that making L was the best L. What flow what flow was y'all stuck in between? Like the first and the first second. First and the second. We had just took off. Nowhere. Yeah. We didn't go nowhere. So let me ask you this. So y'all stuck in there. Y'all start kicking shit and trying to like uh, Man, niggas is sitting on the floor. Niggas yeah. like, bro, back up. We were a little cool bit, about it, but yeah. we were hot. Yeah. yeah. Cause you gotta think, it's me and my brother sitting right here. My brother bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm like, bro, God. you sweating on me, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jocking now, he he sweating, he he about to lose it. Talking up, sweating, niggas start stinking and shit. I'm like, but you know, I know somebody so was in that bar. The, the, the bar yeah. that, yeah. So we just in there. If we can, if we can sweat it out in the box, you know what I'm saying, bro? You my nigga, bro. Yeah, we good. You know what so saying? when they had y'all stuck in between the floors, how y'all end up getting out? Tried to climb out? No, nah, they finally they finally they fire truck came and whatever they did, the elevator people came and they let it back down and we got up out the door, man. Back on the first floor. Where do you do after that though? You ain't. Staying in that hotel, you like fuck this. Hotel. I don't even stay. Did we stay? Did you stay? stay? We stayed. I think stay. we did, did stay. Did I think we took the steps. Okay, that's what I'm about to ask you. Did yeah. you get back on? Hell, Hell no. no. <laughs> for the, for for a minute, I was scared to goddamn even do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did you like traumatize elevator. you, bro? Yeah, yeah. Um, being in the elevator with a whole bunch of niggas. Yeah. That shit. Listen, because you you imagine this, or you know, you have to go back to the Will Smith episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When they yeah. miss, what was it, New Year's Eve? Mm -hmm. But you know, I've always been, you know, like maybe I get stuck on the elevator with Halle Berry. Mm -hmm. or yeah, Jenny I got Jackson. stuck with Smooth and Jock. A bunch of niggas. Yeah. <laughs> How long y'all think y'all was in there? Forty. Yeah, about forty-five. That's a long minutes. time, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. I, I mean, it turned long because we were like, Good God. Yeah. You know. Hell yeah. no. But he's still my dog, man. Yeah, you know, we, we worked that out. So mm -hmm. back then, you was working with Jock in what, like, what capacity? Me? Yeah. I mean, that's my family, but I was just producing for them. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. And, you know, I was, we was on the road. Like, I, shout out to Jot. Jot took me everywhere. Like, I'm the first person in my family to ever go to fucking 20 countries. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jot took me everywhere. I used to DJ for him. Shit, slick security. You know what I mean? So when you went overseas, what did you like about the overseas trips? <laughs> I'm married now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, like, it was just different, man. Food different, people different. You know what I'm saying? So did you appreciate you. Did you lose some weight over there? Shit. Because, you know, in some of them countries, when I went there, I just couldn't eat. It's no. Just... See, I'm not, I wasn't scared to try shit. Oh, you one of them kind of ears? Yeah. I oh, my God. I wasn't scared to try shit overseas. Cause they like, say food, over, food over there is different. It's better. It's better, but it's different. Some places I done been to, like, be like, man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you what it is. Y'all nigga eat this every day? It's, it don't be no seasoning on their food to us because we really see overseas. Yeah, they that. use a different kind of season. Yeah, they use yeah. different kind of season, and their food look a little different. Yeah, like my, fa okay, my favorite <laughs> meal from over, overseas was we did a show in Italy, and it's a little, like, a, a little lamb truck He underneath a bridge. And he served you the lamb kebab. That was the best shit. On the street? Yeah, like underneath a bridge, like a crosswalk type shit. And he got like a little food truck and he served it to you on the street. It was it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Lamb kebab. That shit was, listen, that was the first time I ate lamb. Like niggas be talking about lamb chops and all that shit now. No. <laughs> the lamb gyro that man gave me, bro, listen. 
I'll come back to see you if you knew where you was at. <laughs> Everything really? tastes good to me at 3 in the morning. I ain't going to lie. I'd be drunk. <laughs> I'm one of them niggas that leave the club eating with his eyes closed. <laughs> I like them 3 o'clock in the morning meals. Do you have a uh, a favorite country? Mm. See, for me, my favorite country was Denmark. Denmark, I like the Denmark. Spain, Rota, Spain was real nice to me, but my best experience was probably uh, Cuba. Ooh. Yeah, we, See, I've never been to Cuba. We went to Guantanamo Bay and performed for the soldiers. But the dude who was over the base, he was showing us everything. Like he was showing us the little camps. And we actually went inside of a, a like, a, they don't arrest you, not under arrest, you're just detained. Right. Whole, all the people from overseas. Mm-hmm. So we went inside of the cells and we're walking around. We see how they live and they're living good. So, did, so you didn't get to see the torture chambers, though? No, nah, we seen them. Oh, okay. But we didn't see all of them. You know what I'm saying? It's one, it's a thing called Camp 7. That's where the USSR bomber and a whole bunch of other niggas that they can't, you know what I'm saying, talk about is there. But we can see it. So mm-hmm. when we seeing it, we're on top of a hill, we see it, boom, we get in the van, a fucking seal come out the bushes. He was there the whole time. Oh, I what? was like, whoa. A Navy SEAL. Yeah, a Navy SEAL. When you first he was said a SEAL, I think it was an animal and shit. Yeah, a Navy SEAL. He was sitting in the bush the whole time hearing us talk. Well, we was up there for, he just, when, he, when we got in the van, and he popped out, he had his gun. I'm like, oh, let's get us up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and we went inside the other jail. We got to the last, the last cell, last dorm. And it was a young dude. He seen Jock and got excited. Nigga hit the wrong button, and all them little, the inmates tried to charge the door. Man, we got up out of there. Uh, <laughs> it's going down. Man, them niggas, listen. Yeah, it was finna go down. Them boys gonna get on our ass. Damn. That's dope. That's You said Cuba? Yeah. Cuba. Okay. Guantanamo Bay. What, were you, what year was that? Because they were still, like a, that's still like a communist that was country, too. 2000 and, I'm gonna say 2010. Oh, yeah. They definitely, uh, they hadn't opened the country up either. No, it y'all, wasn't. It was, so y'all we went there. to the gate, and they was like, no, you can't pass yeah. this. Y'all there, y'all was there by special permission. Yeah, I was trying to find Pop, but it wouldn't let me in. <laughs> 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 you going to prove he over there. Yeah. He's an autograph or something. Picture, man. So we were talking about um, the best thing, you know, some game you said, I believe you said Dallas Austin gave you was for producers, the best thing is to break your own artist, right? Yeah, uh, uh, not Dallas. Uh, what's the dude's name? L.A. Reed. Oh, L.A. Reed, right? Yeah, right. L.A. Reed. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta break your own artist. You gotta mold the artist and really blow them up to the world for you to really get that bag, bag that a producer deserves. So, in a perfect world, right? You're a producer. You've been in the game. You've been exposed to a lot of artists. If you could build your perfect artist, and you said, "Okay, look." This is the exact artist type of artist I need, and I could walk him to Jimmy Ivey or whoever get the bag. Mm-hmm. What What are the qualities that you would look in an artist to build a perfect artist for you? For that you would be comfortable enough to say, "This is the This is the guy or girl." I need an artist that got lyrics like Ross, uh, the charisma like Future, and. Mm, the energy of like Uzi. Mm. Yeah, that nigga got my daughter doing this. Yeah. That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. All so that lyrics of Ross. Charisma of future. And the energy of Lil Uzi. Yeah. Without the devil. Yeah. 
So what do you think about it? So, so, I, and I have to ask you this because a lot of times when, as a producer, you know, you we we kind of can control what's on the record and what you know what don't get put on the record. Yeah. Do you have a problem with it? A lot of times when now they got all this demonic and and a lot of different things that's going on. Do you have a uh, like what you will and what you won't permit on your music? Uh, yeah, I don't. I I, I speak up. Like if you say some crazy shit, I'm like, hey, bro, that ain't. That ain't it. We ain't gonna take this on there. We was just talking about girls, and you know, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna talk about the devil and all that crazy shit. These niggas be talking about. I ain't with all that. And if if you got a problem with it, we ain't gotta do the record. You know what I'm saying? That's just my cause. It's it, like it's your record just because you rapping. It's also my record. Right. That's why I ask you that yeah. because a lot of times when artists come in the room, they think because they pick the beat. Like, I feel like these certain artists do it with certain people mm-hmm. that they know ain't gonna say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like these young producers, they can say it because they're not gonna speak up. They just loving it. They having the opportunity to have a record with such and such. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People like us, we gonna now. Nah, yeah, that's know. why I asked you because I'm gonna say something. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say something. I don't sugarcoat shit. And my other question was this, and and this is because I know I, I, some producers with it, some producers are not. The uh, YouTube beats. <laughs> Everybody always like yeah, manager, Listen, my manager tried to get me to do that. I sent that nigga ten throwaway beats. I was like, "Go ahead, and you can get the shit off of." I don't want a part of that. And what, I could never get with that. And these rappers that use it, I know a lot of artists that use it. It be why? I mean, when we sit in New Music Monday, we might hear the same beat ten times. Yes, right, nigga. What's name? I ain't gonna lie to do uh, vibe beats. Got rich off that, right? Vibes had the same all the way turned up beat on that niggas paid that motherfucker fifty dollars for the beat, and he sold it about a million people. <laughs> and the only people that made it off of it was Travis Scott and Roscoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just I couldn't never get it. My managers always try to get me to do that, and even like these little sites they got now, I just can't get into it. But I'm with a company now called the Melody App. You know what I'm saying? We we partnered up and. It gives the producers opportunity to collab, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also just get free game off the app. You know what I'm saying? Like say you in the studio and you can't think of nothing. Right. You want some shit with some horns. You got other producers that it's it's basically like loot makers, but it's just cleaner. It ain't it ain't gonna get too shaky okay. with paperwork and all that type of shit. Boom, you might just pick an app off your phone, you pick the uh melody off your phone, load it up, you know what I'm saying? Do you think the uh, YouTube, like the whole YouTube user beat, do it diminish? Do it diminish the role of the producer? Nah, not really. Not to me. Because you know, and I say that because if you have to go in, for me just being a producer, mm-hmm. I know I want to produce every artist that's gonna rap with my beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. A lot of times when they just buy your beat, they can just go in, in the studio and do something crazy over top of your beat. Yeah, you know I mean, the, the the beat makers that do that, they don't really care. They just trying to get a name and get a couple little dollars. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They don't know the right approach of the industry. So that's why they do that. So do you feel like a lot of producers need managers? Mm, good question. Or do you feel like a lot of I I have management because I don't like talking to people. I don't like I don't like the paperwork side of shit. Right. And you know what I'm saying, all the industry shit. Right. But on the other hand, you really don't. Okay. I don't feel like I need a manager. 
My manager. And I, and I, I, I I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of differ with that a little bit because for me, I think you do need a manager because creatively you want to be creative. But what are they really managing? At, at, at the beginning, nothing. Well, they go get you to work. Supposed to, right? Right. That would have Supposed to. Supposed to. But what if you're like myself and you go to the Blue Flame and you see the little young artists that come in? And you, hey, boy, take my number. Yeah, but you still Let's need somebody. In. But after you do that, you still need somebody to manage you to manage the situation. I do it, and that's a good thing. That's a lot of work, but it, but in in a sense, what I'm saying is, for me, I like to be. I think a lot of producers ought to be in. Uh, creative place yeah you're not right in, you're right not in a place of handling business I yeah, think, yeah yeah i think yeah. when the producers start handling business it take away from his creativity yeah that's why i don't like like i talked to my lawyer but i my manager you talked to the lawyer yeah that's 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 what i was saying i wasn't saying you shouldn't do it that oh, way. because yeah. <laughs> you know if i got a relationship with somebody i'm definitely gonna walk up and be like yo man let me get that beat on you yeah you know what i'm saying but most of the time once you start doing that as a producer it kind of take away the creative because now you because now you're doing business and you being creative. Yeah, and one is gonna take a toll. One you you gonna lean more toward one after a while. Yeah, and a, a question I have, man, even before we go, is you know I got two producers. I got the OG and I got the young OG. Hardware, software, booty mm. loops, MPCs, I, logic, I, all, I, you know I don't know. Y'all gonna start speaking Chinese? I started too. on MPC. Shout out, shout out, Red and Fat Boy. You know what I'm saying? They showed me how to really worked them but then I got into using um reasons. That's what I made. Damn. That's my wealthy on. That's what I made for with the city. Yeah. I know a lot I of was uh, and, yeah. and like you see a lot of niggas pro- like producers collab. Right. For years niggas wouldn't collab. I remember plugs like bro I don't know how to use that shit. Right. When you said that I'm like, yo, you do Yeah, what? I was it was like me, <laughs> it was like two producers in the game, like, you know what I'm saying, on the trout side and you know, nigga music. That was using reason. Everybody yeah. be like, boy, what is that? Boy, you need to get on the fruit loop. I'm like, no, I like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then I got on Logic. Logic sound is too stiff for me. It's like, that's for like pop music and right. contemporary. It's I too started, straight. Yeah. It's like. But I know some people that know how to work it though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I do too. And then I got in the fruit loops and now, shit, that's what I use now. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, What'd you own, OG? I'm a. Um, I, I'm hardware because I come from the MPC. Yeah, but I do like the. What's I, your I favorite like the, MPC? The uh, three thousand. But outside of that, I like the I like the software because you got you, your your accessibility to, to so much. You you set, everything is there. Yeah, you got your move. You got your keyboards. You got your everything is built in. Yeah, because I mean, I used to see niggas come in sessions like. Big ass motif keyboards. Yeah, MP, man. Like, and he got out and like. See, we come, but they know how to make that sound. Like yeah. Drummer Boy. Everybody oh, yeah. I talk about Drummer Boy. Drummer Boy. Yeah, he right. Every there. time he, I seen Drummer in Password, Drummer had that Phantom, another keyboard, two MPs, and he rocking out. Yeah. You know what I'm but when you come from that era, like, you, it just it, it just feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the thing about software is, it could it could it could be stiff sometimes, but at the same time, you just got you just you just got so much to, to yeah. pull from. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I know, and this for me, especially like EQ wise. Yeah, I come from having an eight like the yeah, little mixing board, the eight channel mixing board, right. and we used to have every channel coming out going straight into the board, and that's how you would EQ your sounds. Yeah, you got a you know hundred channels on. For- and now. All that's just built in. Mm-hmm. You got gates, you got delays, you got echoes. It's built in. Everything. Uh, like that. Click that motherfucker, turn it. Shit. 
Come on, bro. You can't. That's the that's the only reason why I say it's easier now. Yeah. That's why I respect the OGs that really did that shit. Cause I was watching the interview, man. It was like half of the beats from such and such and such and such was only eight sounds. Yeah. For real, and I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, I seen that yeah. shot. I was I like, Manny, Manny Fresh was saying that. Yeah, when well, that, that I heard him say it, I was like, nigga, I went to listening to all them beats. I was eight like, sounds? Yeah. Back that ass up, all them hot boy songs, eight sounds. Yeah, because a lot of it was, you was coming out of eight tracks. Yeah, that's all and you it, had. And it came out at one time. That's cool. When you hit play, you wanted everything to come out at one time, and, that, mm -hmm. and everything come out of them eight outlets. That's, how I, that's, that's why I respect that, and that's what I look up to. Like Manny, Scott, Storch, Pharrell, you know what I'm saying? Like them type producers yeah. that really produce, produce. Come out of eight track shit, niggas be having twelve drums. Right. You you wouldn't even be able to make nothing for real. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Good good days, bro. I'm yeah. Telling you. Yeah. Like especially when we had you had to sync the machine up. You had to use Simpty. Cause you had to hook it up to Simpty, so if you made, so if it went, in, so if they actually put it in a movie, it yeah. would sync with the movie. See what I'm saying? That's most cool shit. That talk, Blow the man. dust off. Nigga that having, nigga. <laughs> them little dish you had to put in the MP with the sounds and shit. Oh yeah, I was. I on caught the, the ass into that shit. Yeah, I was on the twelve hundred. Yeah, like the twelve hundred. Just imagine it. We didn't even have. You had like maybe three seconds of sample time. Three, five. I think it's like on the old, five. Yeah, or eight. yeah. On the like SP to get a whole, yeah. to get a whole loop. Into the twelve hundred, you had to put it on forty five and loop it fast, and then slow it down. So when you slowed it down, that's why when you listen to like certain records like Ice Cube and certain records that had a twelve hundred sound to actually use the loop, yeah. you could hit a twelve hundred ring. It had a ring in it, that's and, that, and that just came from the sample bit. You know what I'm saying? That's old school shit. My <laughs> but look, man, I know we out of time. Want to thank you for coming through, bro. Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Most definitely. How they get in touch, man? How do how do these uh, new rappers find cheese? Instagram cheese beats. It's with Z's instead of S's. You know what I mean? I hit. I if you hit me up on Instagram, I hit you back. I don't, I'm not one of them type. Yeah, you got to get your Instagram popping, man. It's a whole new world out there. Listen, man, he did the Nicki record. Y'all listen. Yeah, Fuck now on, you got man. the Nicki record. Come with that get, budget. Don't be going oh, to get, yeah, yeah. get digital, man. Get digital now. Yeah, it is. I don't. I don't. I feel like I don't put in a lot of work in this industry. You know what I'm saying? I don't made a name for myself. I don't show what I can do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just time, like we said, for me to break an artist and really, you know, I got a little time left. Kind of new music Monday, man. Yeah, we're gonna send you somebody if somebody worth it. And we can say, Send like, them to me. Geez, this yeah. the they one. They got to be ready to work and just an yeah. artist that listen. We ain't going to send you no hard, see, hard I, see, I, I hate an artist that don't listen, think they know everything. Because then I, I actually got into it with an artist. He was like, no, you can't tell me how to. I said, how many records you done sold? Right. Hmm. How many grams you won? It's obviously something that I know that you don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's and That's fact. humbly speaking, too. Like, you know oh, yeah. I mean? Nah, that's fact, though. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I, that, I, I say that every day on my, on my, uh, Instagram, I say, man, it's crazy how people are listening to everybody but people who've actually done the work. Like, these people they listening to, bro, that's all on these Instagrams and giving directions and telling, bro, they never broke a record. They never exactly. touched a record. They never even they never even had a contract. Exactly. To be on, to tell artists, like, what what to look for. How? You, you never seen one. You never had, even, never had an artist that got signed. Check the hell out of them. That's yeah, it. this is my joy, and I'm going to go ahead and show on that. You know what I'm saying? I got a Nardo Wicked Little Baby single about to come out probably this oh, that's month. That's going to be big. You know what I'm saying? Got a couple movies. 
And I'm working on something, something real big, something real, real big. Hey man, I don't speak on folks out, man. I just want a plaque because I'm your friend. I got Stand you. on my plaque. Like, I got you. DJ Smooth, my friend. I got you. My dog. There he go. Yeah. He going to get the <laughs> plaques. <laughs> nah. But we're going to have you come back, bro. When, when it's time, you know, for the new stuff to drop, we definitely want to have you back so we can I, support, yeah. man. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. All right, man. Appreciate you coming, though, for real. Yes, sir. That's what it is, man. The We Outside Show. Make some noise for Cheese Beats. Yeah.